0: Demipia is a world filled with horrors and darkness. Its people enact torments against each other and foul creatures lurk beneath the earth. This tale contains subjects some may find distressing.
1: You have been warned.
0: Previously, there are a group of bandits. One of them is particularly muscly. The other one has a scimitar and a dagger. And behind them, you can see, you can make out about eight others. The three remaining bandits, having seen their number so decimated, even though Yuval's have had losses, uh, are going to get up and try and run away. You wake up in the morning and your Dorlier companion, Malagiri, has disappeared at some point in the night. He's taken all of his equipment and his tent with him. You woke up a few hours before dawn and something was whispering to you, something was saying "Malagria, awake, find my servant, find my servant in the cliffs, wake up, wake up, wake up, it's time to wake up. And the voice disappears. And so you woke up. Mother? (laughs) So the cliffs to the north of you um, are pockmarked with sort of holes, large holes. When I say large, I mean like between 5 feet and 30 feet wide each. Just sort of all over, all over this cliff. Well, given... It's time to wake
2: up. Search the cliffs. Find my servant.
0: I guess I'm gonna wake up then. <laughs> um, so there's a few hours before dawn. Yeah. Is anyone, like, on watch? No, no one's watching, but Lef is digging graves. Still, okay. Yeah, it takes a while to dig a grave, especially yeah, no, when you're the only one doing it. Oh, so this is still... So people have gone, like, back to sleep after the combat. Yeah, okay. I'm just wary of whether or not I need to kill Lef. Uh, <laughs> I'll try not to. Um, well, so I, get, I, mean, I guess I've got to, like, get up and try and pack? Because I've got a tent. Yeah, so that doesn't take very long. No. Lef is basically... Completely in his own mind, he doesn't—he doesn't, okay, he doesn't notice you doing doing anything. The the night now is is clear, and so the Elsalis, the the Fey Moon is casting a green light of over the place. You can see fantastically, but Left can't really because he's okay. only he's only human. Yeah, I prefer not to kill him really, after everything he's been through. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, put him out of his misery, maybe. But um, no, okay. So I I guess I'm just trying to. Back up quietly and sneak away towards the cliffs at least at least cliffs in the north, across, yeah, at least across the river, okay, so the um this this bit of land is boggy, it's very boggy and very wet um and it's about three miles to, so it's quite large, Soros Nook. It? it's about three miles from um the crossroads to the bridge to the bridge north of you, and you sort of slodge through the uh, isn't there a road though there is, but it's okay. uh, like it's it's not like a good road, okay, it's basically okay. a dirt track in bog. Okay. So <laughs> Slightly drier bit of... Slightly dr- slightly higher, slightly drier bit of bog, yeah. Um, so you sludge through that, and eventually, after about an hour, you come, to, you come to a bridge that arcs over the river and ends sort of halfway up a cliff. Halfway up a cliff where there's a little dip in the cliff, um, and it's old. It's an old bridge, at least 200 years old, but possibly older than that. The White River at this point in its journey through the mountains is quite slow. It's quite slow and serene, and actually, this time of night, or this this time of morning, um, insects are still buzzing around, and it's the soft gurgling noise of the river is quite nice under the moons. What would you like to do? I guess cross the bridge. Cross the bridge. So, so you're walking over the top of the bridge, and on on one side, on the on the west side, somebody's hammered large iron spikes into the top and they so, they've sort of rusted they've been there for a while they've rusted in the, in the rain and so this is down yeah on the down side so yeah I'll just look at the spikes then. um well they're very they're rust they're very rusted it's fairly obvious that they weren't originally there when the built when the bridge was constructed because the the stones on either side of the of the low wall that fl- that flanks the bridge are roughly Roughly equal, but on the other side there are no spikes. And some of them look quite worn around the edge where their base meets the bridge. Perhaps like something was dangling from them at some point. Okay, okay. like people. Maybe. I mean, that's why, you're, that's <laughs> why your assumption given this world we're in. Maybe. Um, there's nothing on the surface of those spikes. No. Uh, it doesn't look like they're. It doesn't look like they're blood stained or anything. But it has been raining quite heavily recently, so that could have washed it off. Since I've got both Arcana and Religion, can I somehow sort of check if I know if this is any kind of has any religious significance? Yeah. 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 Sure. So, if you want to roll, roll Religion. Thirteen. So, um, some religious cults, not the mainstream ones, usually do practice, like, sacrifices to various things. So there may have been a cult of some river spirit or some mountain spirit, for example, that appeased their deity, their patron, by blood sacrifice. You've heard that the adherents of Crixantir, the god of vengeance, do sometimes to enact vengeance for against people that have wronged them or wrong, wronged other people, or or just for fun. The cult of Krixantir is a, a weird one like that, but <laughs> they're, they're a bit loose with their interpretations yeah, of vengeance. Yeah. <laughs> Or, or very strict with their interpretations of vengeance, depending on how you look at it. This is true. But you don't know enough about the area, or enough about what possibly might be worshipped, to say if these spikes could be used for that. I guess we just go on yeah. <laughs> and there's not much so more think, can so there. So you cross the bridge, and you come to a, a dip in the cliff, and up here you can walk along the cliff edges, to both the east and the west. I've got to pick a direction then, don't I? Yeah. There are fewer holes to the east than there are to the west. So I'd also have to somehow climb down the cliff? Maybe. Because you don't, don't want to just, like, get lost or go in the <laughs> wrong direction, do you? Don't want to get lost in a bad place in the mountains at night. No. Those are, those are all bad things. Mother, tell me, where is your servant? Where? You <laughs> roll a d20. I mean, I know nothing's going to happen, but I felt it was appropriate. 12. No, nothing no, no. happens. I didn't think it would, but I felt like it was appropriate. It could do, <laughs> but not in um, this case. No. At the risk of already overusing it, can I do detect magic? Yes. You can't see any magic within 30 feet of you. Of course I can't. You said there's more holes on the west. Yeah, on the west side. Which is the side of the of the river opposite the bank you've been walking along. So you, you came up the west side from Talast. East. You go east. Yeah. Okay. So you wander east along the top of the cliff. Could you make a perception check? Oh wait, you can see in the dark. You don't need to make a perception check. After a short while, you see that uh, cut into the edge of the cliff face, there's a set of narrow steps leading down. Well, I think that's a bit inviting, isn't it? <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Okay. So the steps are, are carved in such a way that they're invisible from the road on the bank opposite. Well, okay. This is definitely sounding interesting no? yeah. um. And they lead down to a 20 foot wide, one of the holes that's 20 foot wide that goes deeper into the cliff. There's a long tunnel, a very long tunnel, farther than you can see. You can't see the edge, but the end of it goes into the cliff. It seems that there are lots of branches that go to other nearby holes that have been worn away. It It looks like they've been eroded away over time. Along one wall are several long rusted chains covered in spikes, and there are collections of open crates heaped on the floor. And what's in the crates? Uh, You have a look, there's nothing. They're all empty. Some of them have sort of straw packing in them, but none of them have anything of value. The note we found on the bandits Yes, so it said, the supply has dwindled, the fools became lazy, we cannot rely on the mines, take what you can from the river, and it's signed by someone called Haral. Okay, so I'm, I'm gonna say a little prayer to the mother, and then I think just walk straight down main tunnel okay so the tunnel goes about 300 foot into the cliff okay. I think uh, I can see 120 yeah eventually at the end of it you see the sort of flickering flickering warm light like firelight okay. from just around a corner how far is that you're about you're almost at the end of the tunnel when you can see this it's so the tunnel turns yeah and then on the wall of the turn you can see fire okay and fire I don't have much can I hear anything can I just like stay very still and try and hear uh, yeah make a perception check Fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. So there's. You can hear some whispering voices coming from just around the just around the corner. It sounds like they're human. Can I hear what they're saying at all, or um, just that there is whisper? You can't hear what they're saying, but they sound worried. They sound very concerned. Can I go prone and like peek my head around the corner? Yeah. Uh, could you make a stealth check? I think my stealth is pretty shocking. Is that? Oh fuck. Five <laughs> Five okay oh, fuck. so you not very stealthy. you start crawling along the floor of the tunnel and accidentally knock a few stones and the whispering stops and you peek your head around the around the edge of the tunnel and you can see four bandits crouched by a large fire. So this, so you can see into the chamber, this chamber now, which is much larger than the tunnel you've just come through. And it has three other paths leading off of it, not including the one you're in. It looks like this room was used as a, some sort of encampment. There's about a score of bedrolls littering the floor with various containers and packs all over the place. There are these four figures that you... You recognise, actually, the bandits, some of the bandits that attacked you last night. Oh, but they flat. There are four of them huddling by a big fire. Around the edge of the chamber, there's piles of what look like trade goods. Uh, like bolts of cloth and ingots of iron and copper and things, they've all sort of turned towards the tunnel and they do see your head poke out and they sort of all looked a bit shocked and you look at each other, especially because <laughs> oh, so especially because you're just on the fl- you're just ahead. Could you roll tip please? <laughs> I feel like I should have gone for that. Uh, one of the invocations gives me deception and persuasion. I do already have deception, though. Maybe you want to try and deceive them before they try and stab, <laughs> uh, stab your head. Given how stupid my head currently looks, I don't <laughs> think I stand much well, of a chance. Yeah. <laughs> 16. That's all right. So actually, it's your go first. How far away are they? They're about, about 25 feet from you. All like, all. they're all between you and the fire. All between me and the fire. Yeah. And they can all... They've all turned round, hearing a, a scatter They've of all rocks. turned round, and <laughs> basically your, so, saying they could get into melee within one turn, is what I'm saying. Yes, yes, they can run and attack you. Can I tell what weapons they've got? They each have short swords. You remember last night that they did have crossbows, but they abandoned them in the swamp. So they're all between me and the fire, you said? Yes. Can I try and repel one of them into the fire? <laughs> yeah, you certainly can, yeah. <laughs> you certainly can. Okay, so you have to make a ranged spell attack using your spell attack bonus. Eighteen? Eighteen is a hit D10 D10? That's a 10 That's a 10, yeah A green bolt of Eldritch energy purple. comes through. Purple, sorry, purple bolt Get of Get my colours right! Come on!
1: <laughs> pushes awesome. this guy,
0: slams this guy in the middle of his face and slams him back into this fire Where he starts screaming, but then he stops screaming and he doesn't move Oh, that's nice From the fire Okay Because he's dead that, That's bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now what would you like to do? You could hey. still move You said they're 25 25 feet away from you This is going to sound quite cowardly, but can I just run backwards? Because then their next turn will only be them turning the corner. Yep. And I can see and they can't. So yeah, can I just run backwards? Yeah, sure. That's your turn. Excellent. They, they shout, they shout to each other, and you can hear the sounds of yeah. swords being drawn and they do come belting around the corner. But as you said, they can't really see. I mean, the tunnel's long, but it's not quite light outside yet. Yeah. So the sort of first few flickering lights of dawn are appearing outside, but it's not bright enough for them to see, particularly in this dark tunnel. But you can see them all sort of run around the corner and, like, stumble around and basically just surround you, but have no sort of concept surround of where you me. are. Yeah, so they, they just run basically right up to you, but they can't see you. And now it's your turn. How far away I? Like five feet each. Arms. It's gotta be arms. Because <laughs> yeah. they also- because it says tendrils are dark energy, so it won't necessarily- they still can see me anyway. So, anyone within ten feet has got to do a strength saving throw. Okay. And mine is, is twelve, so they've got to be equal to be twelve. Okay, one passes. Okay, so I roll for damage. Yep. Yeah. That's good. Six and six. Okay. Six and six. Would you like to describe your arms? So, if we've got, like, if we're gonna have tentacles later with Everards, I'm yeah. thinking more like black, slightly purplish aura, humanoid-ish arms, but very elongated fingers with all, like, nails kind of scratching and dragging okay. at people. Cool. Well, that happens. Uh, <laughs> so all of the, all three of them start screaming, screaming in pain. You can see two of them are completely eviscerated by your elongated black, black with purple aura arms, and basically they're just torn to pieces. The third one is managed to defend himself a bit and doesn't get quite so hurt, but still gets hurt a bit. And now it's his turn. Unless you'd like to move again, sorry. You said that illuminated the tunnel a bit. Yeah. I guess I'll retreat again, to be honest. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, put distance. So this guy heard his friends get clawed to he's sort of desperately looking about for you, and you can see him running towards you and swinging wildly with a short sword. He's got a sense of where you are, but obviously can't see you fully. So he's going to attack you, but with disadvantage. What's your armour class? 12. I rolled really well. Um, so he does hit you. Uh, but you only take 6 damage. Okay. And it's your go again. Yeah. Do I know what he's wearing? So he's wearing not very nice worn, rough clothes, lots of holes in them, very dirty, and leather armour. Because I feel like Inflict Wounds should knock him off, but I'm wary of using all my spell slots. Yeah, that's fair enough. Ah, fuck it, I'm just gonna go Inflict Wounds, I feel like it's far more... Fair enough. ...certain. (laughs) 12, that is a hit. he takes 18 necrotic damage. 18 necrotic damage? Fuck. It's 3D10. 3D10. Fuck, that's a lot. So you, your hand becomes wreathed in like red and black demonic energy and you grab his face and his face melts off, basically. You can. Hey. His face <laughs> la- you know the scene from um, Raiders of the Last Ark? It's like that. He's screaming as his eyes explode and ooze down, ooze away from his sockets. His flesh liquefies and runs down his face and he collapses over backwards. He's not in a good way. Now the problem with recording is you can't see how much we <laughs> smiling at this. <laughs> Yeah! I think that went quite well, really, all things considered. I mean, I guess I'm just gonna go back around the corner and see what the fire is and stuff. Yeah, so the fire is just a big campfire in the middle. So around the room, it looks like there are lots of people staying here. There's various equipment packs and various other things. Do you want to, like, search the room thoroughly? Definitely. So you find, uh, so there are, in total, there are five explorer's packs. With various bits and pieces, rope and rope and rations and stuff. Five dungeoneers' packs an entertainers' pack. There's probably enough food to feed about 20 people for a week in this place. Uh, you find nine gold pieces, 32 silver pieces, and 103 copper pieces. Okay, so I'm taking all the gold, the currency, obviously. Also, around the edges, there's lots of trade goods. So there's some bolts of cloth, some ingots of metal, mm. and there's several large porcelain jars and uh, like a few small chests. Can I look in the chests? Yeah, so they all seem full of spices. Okay, well, I mean, first off, I take as much of the food as I can. Your backpack can hold 30 pounds of stuff. Now, like, I feel like the spices have value, if I can trade them, but I don't know what... Like, I don't want to be, like, carrying around a chest of spices. It's completely up to you. Food, I guess. Yeah. I'll leave anything that's too awkward to carry. You can get enough food for, as I said, there's enough food to to feed 20 people for a week. Or yourself for, like, 20 weeks. Yeah, but that's... I can't carry that, I wouldn't have thought, so... So, like, you could take enough food to feed yourself for, uh, like, 10 days. That takes my total to... what? 17? 17? Can we do 17? Yeah. That seems convenient. And then the other stuff was just trade goods. Yeah. Which, presumably, have been taken from caravans. Um, I feel like I'm just gonna leave that. Okay. I feel like it's too inconvenient to really make good use of. Okay. So can I take a nap? You're gonna take a nap? Okay, so you can rest for an hour. Yeah, basically. Uh, short tell rest. You, in case you forgot, there are, there are three exits to this chamber. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't remember that. They're basically in each cardinal direction of the from where you came in. Okay. From the tunnel that led you in. Most of them go a short distance and then turn, so you can't directly see down all of them. But the one to the right of the tunnel you came from seems to have some carved steps in it that lead down. That lead further down. But yeah, certainly you can have a rest for an hour. Can I? Yeah rest to recuperate. Does short rest do anything for hit points or not? Yeah, so you can roll a hit dice. You can roll- well, actually, you can roll as many as your hit dice as you like. So I should have two gun level two. And at the end of a- at the end of a long rest, you get one back. Fucker. I think this is the- the- What's your constitution modifier? One. One. Okay, so you get three. This is, I think this is the- the, like, balance for how easy that combat went. <laughs> well, I mean, I can't get much higher than 14 anyway. No, that's true. I mean, you're not- you're not much further down, so. Well, after my short rest, has anything happened in my rest? No. Good. I mean, the steps. (laughs) We're going deeper. You're going down the steps. We need to go deeper. (laughs) Okay, so you walk down, and they seem to wind, sort of, quite a lot down into the the rocks. They empty out into a large chamber with a huge boulder in the middle of it, ten feet wide and at least thirty feet high, carved in the image of a screaming Dorleer face. A Dorleer face screaming in agony. Um nice. it's very unsettling to look at. And there's a long straight tunnel that exits from the chamber from behind the face. Hmm. Okay, well. This is promising. Detect magic. <laughs> the face isn't magical and there's nothing there's nothing around here. So it's magical. been carved by hand, do you think? No, that that was what my character would assume. Yeah. Well, this is all very promising, isn't it? Mm. So let's Say another prayer and <laughs> go down the next tunnel! Okay, so this tunnel goes down another short flight of steps. Does this bear any, like, similarity to what I remember of no. worship the Mother of no. Darkness? No, no, not really. Faces almost seem unusual in dolia worship. Everything's very impersonal and very blank, and though, though there are representations of figures, there's no specific representations of people, so having faces carved in things is very unusual, from your experience of Dalur worship. Uh, can I say my prayer, actually? Yeah. I have a- I have, have a some prayer? Time. Well, uh, something along the lines of, like, Mother, I beseech you, protect your humble servant as you have so far, for I do your work, and the world will know your name. Very good. So you go down the tunnel behind this carved boulder that looks like a face. The tunnel becomes, rather than worked stone, it becomes lined with lots of small bricks made of black stone all around. It becomes perfectly circular, about 10 feet wide, lined with little black bricks that are fitted together seemingly without mortar. You can't see any mortar between them. You notice that the stone you've seen before, it's used quite often in D'Orlyr construction. This is still, we're in the Alabaster Mountains now, aren't we? Because yeah. I'm not from not very from far here. around here. No. I'm still within this mountain range as well. Uh, no, no, you're from a bit further south. The protectorate is uh, 100 miles or so south oh. of the mountain. But yes, it's lined with these bricks. And it ends in a large circular door. Or well, you assume it's a door, anyway. Is it stone? Uh, yeah, it's made of stone. Made of made of similar black stone, but it's, it's a single piece. There are four handles arranged in a in a sort of diamond shape, each with a symbol next to them. The first symbol is just a circle, and then either side of the symbol is a, a semicircle facing left on the left, and a semicircle facing right on the right, and at the bottom it's what looks like a sun. What looks like a sun, okay. Around each of the handles there's, you can see, blood splatter, and there's blood splatter on the floor, and there's some doorlier writing around the edge of the door. It says, Praise the mother of all, who in darkness gave birth to her children. Curse the dawn that rips us from the womb of comfort. Praise the sun who scours our corruptions clean. Curse the twilight that takes us from our pure arrogance. Praise the mother who accepts us into herself once more and forever. Praise the sun, hmm. The common sense is there is either a specific handle or a specific pattern in which the handles are meant to be opened. And the blood is of the um, bandits who open them incorrectly. What was the script again? Praise the mother of all who in darkness gave birth to her children. Curse the dawn that rips us from the womb of comfort. Praise the sun who scours our corruptions clean. Curse the twilight that takes us from our pure arrogance. Praise the mother who accepts us into herself once more and forever. Okay, so this is like the door equivalent of YOLO, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So are these like twist? Yeah, you, you twist them. Top. Okay, you start with the top one, yeah. and you twist it, and you hear a clunk from behind the door. And then counterclockwise round, so left. Counterclockwise round. You twist the second one, and yeah. a spike shoots out, shoots out of the handle as you twist ah, it. Fuck's sake! It stabs you in the hand, and you take six damage. Both? yeah, mother. <laughs> so top, clunk, bottom, the sun. Bottom. So you turn it, and again another spike shoots out.
1: Shoots out. Oh.
0: You take two damage. If this is how I die, (laughs) fucking hell. Would you like me to read you the script again? Yeah. Praise the mother of all, who in darkness gave birth to her children. Curse the dawn that rips us from our womb of comfort. Praise the sun, who scours our corruptions clean. Curse the twilight that takes us from our pure arrogance. Praise the mother, who accepts us into herself once more and forever. So, you know that that the mother is represented usually by a circle of darkness. Yeah. So, okay, so top. Yeah. Right. Right. That works. Bottom. That works. Left. That works. Top. So the door Oh, so it was only those four, anyway. You did them in the right order. (laughs) (laughs) Nearly. (laughs) Nearly. (laughs) Nearly. Your hands, both hands, you have puncture marks through both hands now. So I'm probably kind of loving this in a crazy kind of way. Yeah, probably. Probably. So the door um, lowers into the floor, actually, and you see uh, another tunnel um, that ends in another door. And it has- two handles, not like not like the handles on the last one that you could turn, that you just grip. It looks like, from the scuff marks on it, it looks like it's meant to be rolled into the side of the wall. It says on it, Here lies the grand flenser, Anatap Ritan, who fouled her own body and soul to accept that which was given, give her praise, and step lightly in her presence. One would assume this is the servant, then. Oh. This is gonna sound very weird. What? Well, well, probably not the weirdest thing you've had in these games. So, I've got, like, really bloody hands. Yeah. Like, right? can I just, like, drench my face in the blood, please? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. And then, mother protect me and just go for the door. Okay. The door opens. Beyond is a large domed room, it's probably about 50 feet wide, that's stacked high of mummified dolure corpses. They come up probably about to your chest height. So you can see over them. You can see a path winding, I, I say, a, it's not even winding, a path moving through them. There are another two similar doors to the one you've just stepped through, on your left and on your right. And in the middle of this room is a 15 foot wide, 5 feet deep depression, almost semicircular depression. Go to the middle then, okay. Okay, you step into the room and you hear a click under your feet. Uh, and the spears shoot out from the wall, either side of you. Um, this is how I die, <laughs> They me? manage to hit you. When you take 10 damage. I'm dead. You're I'm dead. in minus four now. <laughs> Fucking <was> hell. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Could you make a death save, please? make one. Could you make another death save? Oh, no. I hope I will <laughs> after this. Yeah, there's nothing I can do, is it, other than death saves? Okay. But this just, like, renders me unconscious, right? Yeah, yeah. And your third death save. Two successes, currently. One failure. It's a failure. Can't even look. <laughs> another failure. <laughs> <laughs> this is it? Yeah! It could go either way. It'd just be so anticlimactic <laughs> if I die now, wouldn't it? You, you died in an ancient tomb, killed by a spike trap. all the ways to go. With all the ways to go. I'm glad you're enjoying it. I'm, I'm having a great time. Changing dice. <laughs> In your unconscious state, you you somehow comprehend that you are safe. Dear lord. Am I still on like minus four then? Hit point. You're still on minus four. Eventually, eventually, um, you will wake up. Um, But that doesn't happen, actually. What happens is, after a while, you come awake. And there's something hovering over you a few inches from your face. It sort of vaguely looks dullier, but sort of sort of translucent and like it's not all there. Okay. You can see you can see sort of bone, mm-hmm. bone structure beneath where you assume it's whatever it passes for flesh starts. And it's just sort of glaring at you. It's not really doing anything. But you are on one hit point. You have no clue how much time has passed. No. What did it say outside the door? Or would my character not remember at this point? No, yeah, you will. It says, here lies lies Grand Flenser Anatep Ritan, who fouled her own body and soul to accept that which was given. Give her praise and step lightly in her presence. Grand Flenser. Grand Flenser. So to flens, it's to basically skin someone. Oh, okay. So strip their skin from their flesh. Everyone loves a good flensing. Except for the people being flenched. But everyone else loves a good flenched. Yeah. They? Okay, so Grand Flens at Anachet Rutan. Th- so this thing is l- literally hovering in front of yeah. you. And it's not speaking, it's not making any noise. It's not making any motions. It's just floating there. Mm. Its mouth is open, but it's not moving as if it's trying to speak to you. And it doesn't really really seem to be looking at you. More more like it's looking through you. Okay. You just happen to be in the way. I mean, I'm still on my back, okay, I guess, yeah. at this point. Obviously, you're the focus of its regard, because it's yeah. hovering only a few inches from yes. your face and looking down. It, well, I croak, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Our mother awakes you. She has use for you again. It doesn't move. It doesn't make any reaction. I assume I'm speaking in, like, Dorlia tongue at yeah, this point. Yeah. Um, is there any, like, ancient Dorlia or something? Um, so, uh, so, it's called Tarokmir, and that's it. Dolly have only ever spoken Tarokmir as their own language. Your body is still racked with pain from the impact of the spears that shot out of the wall and floor as you tried to enter this chamber and through the holes in your palms. And this thing is just hovering above me. Yeah. I feel like it somehow it'd be almost be worse to like now just <laughs> <laughs> anger her and then die again. After all I've been through. After all we have been through, one roll away from death. The mother calls for you, will you answer? It doesn't move. Can I move? Yeah, you can move. You can move away from it to the side, and it's, it like follows you. Yeah, but I mean, it follows you like above you. So if you try and move along the floor, it's still like there. Detect magic? <laughs> oh yeah, it's magic. <laughs> yeah, I mean obviously, but I don't know what the limits of detect magic okay, are. Okay, so it tells you the sort of high magic that it is. So it's radiating an aura of necromancy, as are the corpses of the the mummified corpses of all the delir. The trap you stepped on was just a mechanical trap. I just still foresee this going very badly. <laughs> You said, like, three feet. Three inches. Three in- oh, fucking up. Do I know any- well, I should do. Do I know, like, any prayer? Any prayers? Yeah, yeah, you know loads of prayers. Do you want to say some sort of prayer? What message would you like your prayer to convey? Well then, the other thing is, like, if worship of Alastolia has presumably changed so much over the last few centuries, or- They might be- even be angered by that. Who knows? Can not you do, like, the call to the mother? Can I just, like, say mother? Yeah, it doesn't move. I feel like touching it's gonna kill me. And yet, I don't see what other option I have. That's true. I can't tell if Mage Hand is a safer bet or a worse bet. So what, like, you want to try and push it out of the way with Mage Hand? No, just touch it with Mage Hand rather than my physical presence. Well, That's like, Mage, so, so Mage Hand doesn't, like, it's sort of like a minor form of telekinesis,
1: really.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Touch the fucker. Nothing happens, your, your arm goes through it. Your arm goes through it? Okay. Yeah. It feels unpleasant, but it's not painful. You probably wouldn't be able to tell if it was slightly <laughs> painful, because... Currently, you're in agony. Mm-hmm. You're still bleeding slightly. I mean, your your blood is congealing over your wounds, but I mean, can, is there anything I can do in this instance to stop that? Are you trained in medicine? No. You don't have any healing potions or anything. I highly doubt it. Um, so the only thing you could do is have a long rest and then a sh- and then another rest. I doubt resting is the right thing to do. (laughs) I mean, because that's the only way you can get back hit hit dice, is to, at the end of a long rest, you get back hit dice, and you currently have none. But this thing woke me. Presumably. So it doesn't want me to rest again. Can I get up? Yeah. You stand up. Through through it. it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's very unpleasant. It's not nice. You get a feeling of tortured existence, tortured depression, but you stand up through it and that ends. Uh, is it still lying on the floor? No, 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 it sort of gets up and like tries sort of hovering around you. Okay. Yeah, it's no longer directly in front of your faces, but it is like very close to you. Because um, if there's another fucking spike trap, I'm dead. So you can make, you can spend a long time making perception checks um, and investigation checks to ensure that there isn't, there aren't spike traps. But that, doing that sort of thing does take a long time. So I'm still at like the entrance kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah, and stood up. Like, you can see there must be there must be hundreds of bodies in here. Hundreds of mummified bodies. Can I like s- just scream into the cavern? The mother calls. while yeah. you answer? Yeah, you scream, and nothing happens. Of course, so... it echoes because it's the the whole the whole chamber is lined with those small bricks. That You saw lining the tunnel, the whole whole thing, right up to the roof, the domed roof. And there are two doors, one to your left and one to your right. Where are these doors? So you came into this chamber, um, which is about, it's domed about 50 feet in diameter. 90 degrees to your left is a door, and 90 degrees to your right is a door. To avoid walking over bodies... There's a path through the bodies. I would need to still go towards the middle. Yeah. And then right. Is there anything noticeable about the slab I stepped on? Now that you've stepped on, you can see there's a a pressure plate that's Mm. been that's been disguised to look like a flagstone. I'm just gonna die here. (laughs) I mean, that's a risk everyone takes going into forgotten tombs and dungeons. Because the thing is, if I fail like a perception check, it's still... You could die at any moment, especially when you've been stabbed by so many things and are on one hit point. But I feel like I can't rest either (laughs) here. How far is the middle? 30 feet? 25 feet. The roof overhead is 25 feet. From the middle the wow. other the other doors are twenty five feet. How realistic is it to like perception check every step? <laughs> I mean I've probably still fail. Well, I mean I mean you can take you can take your time just sort of looking gently. You know what that pressure plate looks like. Assuming that there are others that look the same, you c- you might be able to figure out where they are. If you have like a pole or anything so quarter in- staff stuff, So yeah, you can go. You can go along, sort of poking the floor every every step of the way. In old school D and D, that was very common. There used to be a there used to be a thing called the ten foot pole that everyone used to have. It was an essential item for dungeoneering. Poke it for poking at things. <laughs> Um or mage hand. <laughs> or Mei- yeah, mage hand, So mage hand can only produce ten pounds of force. Yeah, so, so that's not it's, a weight. If there's some if there's something that is requires more force than that, it won't be able to do it. Can I do the ten foot pole technique? Yeah, so you, oh, you okay. with your with your quarter staff, so your quarter staff isn't quite that long, it's about six foot. But yeah, you go along the ground, poking, poking at the floor, and nothing else happens. So you go along slowly, slowly. slowly yeah, and you come to the middle. What's in the middle? Uh, so it's this 15-foot-wide, 5-foot-deep depression. You recognise similar things from the temples in the Protectorate. This is where the mother is is called to be made manifest. Never actually happens, but this is sort of the place where, where she's meant to. Yeah. yeah. You can see that this is just a depression meant to fit like a much larger sphere inside it, if that makes sense. So it's not a semi it's like a bit of a sphere. But there's nothing in it? But there's nothing in it. Every, every, basically every doorlier temple has one of these. Is this thing still floating next to me? Yeah, yeah, it's just floating around you. Can I, like, outstretch a hand? Yeah. And, like, let blood drip into the depression? Yeah. Nothing, happens. Nothing happens. Ten foot pole technique towards the door, left. So you go poking along the floor, uh, but you don't, you don't come across any other traps. And you get to this door, and it's like the one that you came in from. There are handles, that it's, it's meant to be rolled. It oh, it. is there no writing on it? There's no writing no. on this one. You struggle to roll it to one side. Everything's very painful. And you, you come to a tunnel that's sort of half submerged in water. There's a short flight of steps down to this ten-foot-wide circular tunnel made of mm. bricks. There's the sort of brackish water mm. up to about waist height. So the tunnel goes down? And the steps go into the, the water? The steps go into the water. But then, but then the tunnel continues, um, and you can, see, you can see another door at the, at the other end. A short flight of steps and another door at the end. Ah. Steps come out of the water, and then there's another door. Can I go back and check the other door? Yep. Ten foot polling again. Yep. So you go you go back the other way. You you get to the middle and start making your way towards the other door. Mm-hmm. And other weird sort of translucent creatures like the one that's been floating around you pop up and start floating in front of you as you start making your way towards that door. They don't do anything, they all look basically identical. And these are all spirits of the parmies, presumably. They do seem to appear from a mix of the, the mummies yeah. amidst. Slowly towards that door. Them. There's lots of them now. Every step you take, more and more pop up, and they seem to hover in front of you, almost like they don't want you to go through that door. Wait, these are... I'm guessing all the mummies have been flayed. Fens. Flenzed. Flen- Flenzed. You don't know. Without investigating, without rooting through one, or several, you don't know. Can I get to the door and see what, what, if there's anything on the door? Um, basically all of them. There's hundreds of them try and float in front of you. Mm. To get to the door, you'd have to walk through basically all of them. This is really awkward because it seems like the right, the correct quote-unquote correct way, but I feel like I'm just going to die again. <laughs> My worry with the other corridor, the water one, was just there's like water behind the other door and it would just drown me. Maybe. Um, go through them. So it's incredibly unpleasant. It's really, really not very nice. You can hear sort of snaps, like snaps of screaming and like whispers of pain and agony and crying and like sort of sensations of of horrible, horrible pain. But none of that hurts you. It's just incredibly unpleasant. Actually, could you make a sanity save? I was about to say, how many points have I lost already? (laughs) Seven. Seven. Yeah, you fail. It's really, really very unpleasant. It grates at your mind and you, you can push through and you do push through. But it's not an experience you ever want to have again until so you come to another another circular door with grips with handholds to roll it to one side and there's no writing or anything there's no writing on it mother save me <laughs> go for it okay so you roll the door to one side and as soon as there's the slightest crack in it you hear a <laughs> from the room beyond which scatters all of the translucent yeah. spirits that have been crowding around you and they all disappear mm-hmm. into presumably into their own bodies ahead of you you see a wide chamber this one's bigger than the one you've just come from so probably yeah. about 60 feet. Uh, there's a five-foot walkway around the edge. In the middle, the rest of the room is filled with sort of brackish water, mm-hmm. like the like the tunnel that you saw. And in the very centre, there's a ten-foot-wide platform, stood upright on which is a stone sarcophagus. You can make out the image of a almost skeletal-looking doorlier woman with her arms folded across her chest, her hands on each shoulder. But there's no way... You'd have to go into the water yeah. to get to that. You look at it, it doesn't look very deep, it looks about five feet deep. Can I gingerly walk around the edge to yeah. see if there's anything around the edge of there. You walk around the edge and there's nothing else in the room. Can I do another yell of, like, elastolia? Yeah. And nothing. Nothing happens. Okay. Can I stand at the edge and use mage hand to test the depth? Or, like, my pole to test the depth? Yeah, so it's about five feet deep and your quarterstaff is only about six feet long. But certainly you can use mage hand, and it seems about five feet deep the hole, like, everywhere. It doesn't get deeper towards the center. Okay. <sighs> Fuck, try walking towards the center. So you get into the water and it's cold and you start wading through. You think you feel something slither around your legs, but you look and you can't find it. Eventually you make your way to the island in the middle and hoist yourself up. And this sarcophagus is taller than you. It's about ten feet high. Um, it's a big sarcophagus. I mean, Dorlo's sarcophagi are big anyway, because Dorlo are big. And you look at it in the face and you hear whispers. You
2: are a servant. You have come to free me. Yeah. Am I correct, Dolir?
0: The mother came to me, Grand influenza. The mother,
2: yes.
0: It's where it is time again for the world to feel her touch. It is
2: indeed.
0: I do not fucking like this. Anyway.
2: <laughs> but I am bound to this place. I need something, you must fetch something for me. And bring it here. Bring it here so I may unbind myself. Further into the mountains, further into the mountains, there is a temple. Further into the mountains is the true temple where I performed my work. Oh, and such work, such glorious work it was. Ah, but that was long ago. The world has changed since then, I feel. But I know what I left there still remains. You must bring me that which was given. You must bring me that which was given. All of my work you must bring. Bring my work that which was given.
0: The mother's will be done.
2: Do you understand? I do. Good. Try not to die.
0: Ah, I mean on that (laughs) note, I guess I start to walk back. (laughs) It is unnerving that hundreds of Dahlia didn't want me to open that door. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Hundreds of presumably Dahlia spirits didn't want you to open that door. Mm. But couldn't stop you. Yes. It's still the more interesting thing to do, isn't it? <laughs> like... Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, starting to wonder if the worship of the mother was sort of becoming rather self-destructive. Ah, uh, go for it. Don't want to take the safe option. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> so you're walking back across the... Back through the water. I guess so. So you walk back through water and hoist yourself up onto the onto the walkway and step into the other room, and nothing appears now. Everything is banished. So there's the other tunnel, and there's also the fact that I'm one on one hit point. Yep. Can I go back to where the bandits' camp was? Yes. Slowly and ten foot poly and yes, everything. Yeah. So it takes you a bit of time, especially because you're you are you are sort of leaning on this mm. on your quarter staff to help you walk because uh, you're. Yeah. Your legs are very shaky, you've lost a lot of blood. But you make it back, so through the tunnel to where the giant boulder of a screaming face is, mm. and up the stairs to the bandit camp. The campfire has gone out completely. Can I just like rest and recuperate yeah, as much as exactly. possible? So, from there are four other paths from this chamber if you want to explore. Or you could just leave and try and catch up with your companions at Gold's Fall. You don't know how long you've been unconscious, and you just spent 10 hours resting. On the one hand, I want to explore every corner. On the other one, and I'm very aware of my mortality <laughs> at this moment. <laughs> I'm just going to make it out, try and get to Goldsworn, I think. Okay, so you you come out and go back up the stairs. It's it's night, so presumably you were unconscious for and then rested for at least a day. But nighttime isn't as much a barrier to you as it is to everybody else. Again, the the <laughs> microphones can't <laughs> capture that <laughs> <laughs> slight tilt of the head. Yeah, and, <laughs> the slight tilt! <laughs> <huh. laughs> um, so after a while, you come across you come across a pond. This is. Now on the cliff top? No, no. So, the, so you're walking along the road up to Goldsfall. Okay. So you go, sorry, you go back along the cliff top, cliff top to sorry. where the where the bridge goes okay. over the river. Then the road goes north, further into the mountains. About halfway up, you come across a pond. It looks like quite a nice pond, and there are lots of insects buzzing around it. <laughs> Don't trust that <laughs> at all. <laughs> I don't trust that. <laughs> I know I'm doing my job properly when you fo- when it's like something completely innocuous and it's just like, no, no, I'm not going near it, no. Especially your reaction to when, like, something, f- no, I'm not touching it. Okay, so you continue. I've still got blood on my face, don't you? Still got blood on your face? Yeah. yeah. After an hour or so more walk, you come across the ruins of a small village. I say it's a village, it's a thop, really. There's, um there's uh, like, a couple of dozen houses, a couple of dozen buildings, um but it's been a, it looks like it's yeah. been abandoned for a long time. The first rays of dawn are starting to creep, creep into the sky now. Carry on. So you continue walking, you continue walking through the mountains, following the road. The morning begins to get brighter and brighter and brighter. And eventually, early to mid-morning-ish, you can see the village um, beneath underneath a waterfall, next to a large pond that feeds the waterfall on top of a small hill, surrounded by a palisade wall. And you make your way towards the village, and the gates open, and there's a guard tower, but it's not occupied. You can hear sort of lots of noises from inside. You can hear lots of noises, lots of running around. Lots of, it seems like, it sounds like sort of crying or weeping. Mm. I mean, Detect Magic is only like a 30-foot radius, isn't it? So um, just go to the door, I guess. So the gate's open. The gate to the plus wall's open. And there's lots of people sort of running around. But all of the villages, they all seem to be running in sort of the same direction. Which is? Further away from where you are. Okay. The village of Gold's Fall used to be much bigger much more habited than it is at the moment for various reasons and so there's only about 200 the population's only about 200 but they all seem to be sort of going towards the same place roughly going that direction okay so you you walk into the village a bit more and one of the villagers sees you and screams goes ah and then points at you and says it was you it was you murderer
2: murderer